0: And around midnight, the bedroom became very chilly, which is very unusual. There was no wind blowing through the curtains, but it got really cold. They woke up. The wife saw a white figure of a large woman standing at the foot of their bed. (laughs) Did you see that? (laughs) What? Yeah. What is this? What? What? Oh my gosh, what's going on? I don't know. This is a part that's scary because nothing's happening. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. <gasps> no.
1: <laughs> no. That was creepy. That was scary. That was scary. It's time for <laughs> girls and ghouls. Okay, let's talk about it. (laughs) That was magical. It was almost at the same time. Almost. We're almost perfect.
0: We're almost perfect, girl. Like this, this close? This close. Like you can just put a sheet of paper between? That's
1: how close we are. So close. It's amazing.
0: Hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back to Girls and Ghouls. I realized that we stopped introducing ourselves already. We did. <laughs> yes. Do you guys know who we are? You know who we are, right? I don't know. If you know. don't, I'm Erin. I'm Kirsten.
1: There Together, you go. Together, we are amazingness and awesomeness. And Empress's almost perfect. all the scary things. Yes. And practically perfect in every way. That's We're right. We're Mary Poppins, y'all.
0: <laughs> but our bag of tricks has ghosts in it. That's Almost right. Mm -hmm.
1: Actually, that's true. I mean, I carry around a pearl... I carry pearl stickers around everywhere I go. I do, too. In the off chance that I want to give it to someone.
0: Yes, I do, too. I have them in my wallet. So, it's just a thing. They're so cute, though.
1: They are so cute. Don't you guys want one? Aren't you jealous of not having one? We have all of these stickers that we send to people that
0: send us ghost stories.
1: Yep. Hint, hint, hint.
0: Yeah. Hint, hint. You should totally send us your ghost stories. We're so subtle in our yeah, requests. We're I know. just like,
1: <laughs> uh, we don't want to be pushy, but
0: yes, we do. Send us your ghost stories. That's right. We don't do now. say your name. We don't. If you don't want us to say your name, we won't say your name. But we do want you to put your name and your mailing address. What are you doing over there? Oh, I was fixing <laughs> the mic. Sorry. <laughs> You're just like.
1: I forgot you could hear it. I was like, I can edit out any sound I make, but you can hear it too. That's
0: so funny. Yeah. So um, put your name and your mailing address in the email that you send. We will not read that part on the air, but we will mail you a cute little ghosty pearl sticker and a handwritten note. Yes, we will. And it will be full of ghostly love ghostly love ghostly love because that's all they want they just <laughs> that's want love all
1: everyone wants we'll send we'll send you the ghosts you provide the love that's right how's that sound guys Fair sounds trade? amazing i'm over here like <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness so it's been a week
0: it it's yeah <sighs>
1: How are you doing over there?
0: I'm tired. (laughs) You hanging in there? I'm trying, yeah. We're looking, guys, we're looking for a house. And you know how stressful that can be, right? Like, it's it's stressful enough to move, to look for a house, to sell your house, all of those things. But ours is compounded by the fact that my mother, my sweet, wonderful mother, who I love dearly, is also moving with us. Mm. And, uh her desires for a home are vastly different than the desires my husband and I have for a home because we're moving to the lake. And we don't give two craps about the house. We just want to be <laughs> on deep water. And we, right. we realize that of all the things that you can possibly fix in a property you buy, deep water is not fixable. If you don't have it, you're not going to have it, right? Mm -hmm. But you can make a yard beautiful and you can make a house beautiful. So those are secondary. My mother, on the other hand, wants a beautiful home. And we can't afford the kind of house that she wants on the water that we want. So it's been a bit stressful because I have to keep reminding her that the property is more important than the house. We can always fix a house. We can make it anything you want it to be. It's just going to take a little work. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm just very tired because the drive to the lake where we're looking to live is about two hours from where we currently live. And we've made that drive now six times in the past 10 days. And we've looked at 13 houses and uh, we put an offer in on the second one. The first house we put an offer on, we didn't get, which is why we're still looking, <laughs> And uh, we put an offer in this morning on another house. So fingers and toes crossed, all the prayers going up, all the good vibes, everything positive possibly is going into this. And I talked to my mom this morning and she's like, I just don't, I don't know why, but I just don't have a good feeling about this house. I'm like, you know what it is,
1: right? It's the potential haunting. (laughs) You you got to promise me that whatever house you end up buying, you go in and you bless it. Oh, I will. I bless it, but first, take pictures. Walk around. <laughs> Just take pictures and see take if anything shows up. Take pictures in the up. dark. Do, you know, pull a Zach idiot pants. and Come at me, bro. Me. Come at me, bro, and rip your shirt off. Well, maybe not you. <laughs> no, I'll I'm not going to. I'll off. get Mark to do get that. Get Mark to rip his shirt off.
0: <laughs> but, <laughs> the realtor so, will be like,
1: Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Simmer down crazies.
0: The house that we put an offer in on is in Monticello, Georgia, which is Mm -hmm. not very far from Milledgeville. And there's a Mm -hmm. very creepy haunted asylum in Milledgeville.
1: Oh, which is going to be like your new favorite like hangout, right? You're going to go like have picnics there. Right. You know.
0: And I'll have to dig up some ghost stories from the lake. I'm sure there's got to be some. There are be. always ghost stories from lakes. Yeah, so always. It'll be fun. I might be the ghost of the lake if we are have you gonna to be keep the lady doing in this. Light? I'm going to be the lady in white that haunts my mother. If she's <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna she's gonna kill me. <sighs> no, I love my mom, and I'm actually really excited that we'll be living together because mm-hmm. my mom and I've always been very close, and she only lives 30 minutes from me now. So it'll be nice to have her there. But just finding the house that works for everybody is very difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. Because my mom's 71. She doesn't care about the lake. She's not going to go skiing and she's not going to, you know, get on the tube. But I I know that once we're there, she'll really enjoy it. Yeah. She just doesn't see it as a priority right now. So that's very frustrating. And here's the kicker. Her house sold in a day. That's insane to me. So we were not anticipating that I knew it would sell quickly, but I didn't realize it would sell in a day. So she's already got a contract on her house and we're kind of in hustle mode to find a house to move into because once we find a house and close on it, we can move her out and then we can move our stuff out of our house and list our house to sell, so, we're kind of in this crazy, good gracious, stressful, whatever, whatever. So, yeah, that's what's going on with me. So, if you listen to the last episode, you might notice that we were a little kind of crazy. I don't know if it came through in the audio, it was a little sporadic, kind of like <laughs> we have to hurry and get through these. It was because I was literally waiting to finish that episode to leave to meet the realtor. It's been a busy
1: time in Kirsten's life. It
0: really has. It's been very stressful, and I have not slept very much in the past 10 days. And, uh, yeah, I'm just as excited as I am about moving to the lake. I'm just ready to have a house and to be done with the looking part, because that's... Yeah. It's not fun. No. I don't enjoy this part of it.
1: No. I remember just house hunting locally. Yeah. And it was before John and I got married, and... And like the first couple of houses, it was like exciting, you mm-hmm. know, because it was my first oh, yeah. home purchase and I was like, "Yay, I'm buying a house by, I think the third time out, mm-hmm. I had started to feel that like creep of irritation, mm-hmm. you know, Oh yeah. where I was like, I love this house. And John was like, yeah, but you know, this and this, or he would say, I love this house. And I'd be like, but there's no like this or that, like we would nitpick each other. Mm-hmm. And or then, you
0: both love it, but you realize there's already several offers on it. Well, so we didn't have that problem. <laughs> That's the problem we're having.
1: Yeah, we we bought our house at a bad time in the housing market. I mean, it wasn't a terrible time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. And this area is just weird, anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember getting into one argument with
0: him over house hunting and being like, I don't even know if this marriage is gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> that was so. kind of me yesterday with my mom. I, I hit my breaking point yesterday and I had it out with my mom because the house that we put an offer in on yesterday or this morning, I guess the one that we looked Mm -hmm. at yesterday, it has everything that she said she wanted and everything Mm -hmm. that we said we wanted. And it's, it's listed for less than what we had anticipated paying for a house. Right. And so by all counts, it's pretty much perfect. Right. And I, it's beautiful and Mm -hmm. it's empty too. So that's great. We could do a fast close, move in ready. Perfect. Right. Mm-hmm. i just don't have a good feeling about the house i'm like what could you possibly not have a good feeling about
1: you need to do like a, uh, a like a death history report find out who died in that house
0: <laughs> no and i mean i i confronted her about that and i told her that i think it's because she fell in love with the house we looked at the day before and she says that that's not the case but i know my mom right and i have a feeling that is part of it at least part of it right so it's it's just frustrating so it'll it'll be fine it'll all work out you know but like i said it'll be fine that's right (laughs) like i said of all the things you can fix you can't fix deep water Mm -hmm. and so you know that's a non-negotiable for me is being on deep water right everything else we can fix we can make it beautiful so yep yeah it'll all work out it'll all work out in the end and i might so, have a lot more gray hair and wrinkles by the time but that's okay the lake will fix that right the lake will fix it's it, the Lord. lake effect aging that's right <laughs> just it's like reverse, reverse aging reverse those fine lines Move to life. it was so nice though yesterday i have to say as much as i hate arguing with my mom I walked away to stop myself from saying more ugly things. And I went down to the dock and just sat there with my feet in the water. And I was like, this is so amazing. Like, when you're stressed out, go put your feet in the water in the lake. And it just takes everything away. It was, <laughs> it was so amazing. I was like, man, this is, this is what I want every day. Yeah. It was so nice. Aww, so peaceful. Nice. And, yeah, it was great. That is nice. Wow. So. So she's been house hunting Mm -hmm. oh and by the way when this episode comes out it will be aaron's birthday i will be an old lady according to my child i will be almost dead (laughs) that's right
1: i'll be 32 you guys but apparently that means almost dead yep in
0: case you didn't know. <laughs> That's what Gideon told her. That's
1: what my five year, are you Oh my gosh, you're almost dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that means that I've already got one foot in the grave because hey. on Monday the 4th, I'll be 40. So there we go. I mean, this might be the end for us, guys. You may never hear from us again. Yeah.
1: Ghostly podcast in a completely different form. <laughs> That's right. We'll just spontaneously start, you know, talking in your ear. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ew. that'd be creepy. <laughs> be like, I want to listen to my favorite podcast, but not like this. Yeah. Not like this. So, meanwhile, <laughs> birthday stuff. We've got birthday preparation happening, kind of. I mean, as much as you do for grown women, I guess.
0: I'm buying a house. That's my you're birthday. You're buying a house. <laughs> That's all. I, my I've my mom been... and Mark have already told me that. They're like, you're getting a lake house for your birthday. I'm like, thanks. I'll take Happy it. Happy
1: <laughs> birthday. Put a bow on it. There we go. Yeah, so she's got that going on. This has been my insanely, like, random busy week, which I did not expect, um, because we had Memorial Day, which threw the entire week off, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, The kids have last-minute field trips this week, which require them to be at school early and then picked up late which is also fun to make multiple trips to the school over and over. And not enough time in between the trips to actually do anything. Like, I can come home, sit down for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then be like, well, okay, and then load the other children up and go back to the school. So you might as well just stay there. Just, yeah. So, not today, though, thankfully. Um, He's going to be there till like, 5. So... Which is fine. He's excited. My oldest is going to Philadelphia. He's super excited nice. today. Yeah. That'll be fun. So it's just been a busy, busy week with like school stuff. My youngest graduated from preschool last night. So cute, guys.
0: He had oh. a little grad cap and everything. It was adorable. And he
1: got, he, like, it wasn't, it was like not <clears throat> a super fancy event. You know, it's the preschoolers. Mm-hmm. But he was like, I want to wear my suit. <laughs> and he like picked it out. And he, and it was so, so precious because he like, you know, got his dress pants and he put his little undershirt on. Like he picked it all out and he like, and I just died watching him like put his belt on. And I don't know. It was just adorable <laughs> seeing this tiny miniature man yeah, putting himself together. So we've he's, had that a
0: little miniature Justin Timberlake with his suit and tie.
1: That's right. That's right. And then I've also this week been <laughs> inadvertently dealing with terrifying a mass of women on Instagram through my personal (laughs) account, which has been hysterical. Did you see, have you seen my stories?
0: No, I haven't been on social media this week. I figured
1: you haven't, so you have no idea what I'm talking about. No. So I was working the other day, and it was Memorial Day. I was doing some work, and John comes in the house, because he was outside doing some yard work, and he, like, freaks out. He's like, Aaron, Aaron, come down here. And I was like, oh, my God, he cut his arm
0: off. (laughs)
1: So I go running down the stairs, and he's got a Tupperware container that he's holding.
0: I did see a little bit of this.
1: Yes, and I was like, what? What is it? And he's like, I found baby praying mantises, and they're <laughs> in the... And I said, where did you find them? He had cut down our butterfly bushes, like pruned them before winter, and mm-hmm. stuck them in a composting bag. And it was just the branches, so he, and it wasn't full, so he just like left it there over winter. And it hatched. And he was like, they're all going to die if they stay here. So I need to move them. And I was like, oh, I'm raising some of these up. Because I like, I like some insects. And this is something that people didn't know about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I've currently got on my desk a praying mantis that is the tiniest little thing. He doesn't realize it. He thinks he's a murder machine. <laughs> I feed him and he's like all rare to go ready to kill me. So I think he's adorable. <laughs> because I'm an earth mother and I think all weird. I, I think everything's adorable. So I shared him on Instagram, <laughs> and I was immediately hit with so many messages like, "I can't believe you have a bug in your house! Like, that's so terrifying!" It's not Why like would he's you just roaming
0: that? the house? He's in a no, jar on your desk. He's in a little
1: terrarium. He's fine. It's no different than but little kids bringing stuff home. I exactly, exactly
0: If it not were a ladybug ha- or a butterfly, nobody would give you. Any nobody
1: crap. would bat an eye over that one. Um, but the kids have enjoyed it, you know, because mm-hmm. they get to see him, like, he he's going to grow nice and big and everything. He won't get eaten by predators, and then I can put him in the garden, and he can take care of the bugs that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kind of brought about, like, a ton of questions, like, what about this bug? What about that bug? And it's been very interesting <laughs> to have all of these, like, and forgive me if you're one of these people, all of these very, like, oh, my goodness, kind of people. Yeah. <laughs> Who are like, oh, that's terrifying. So I posted yesterday... <laughs> I said, okay, you guys don't like bugs. Um, but now I need to know, how do you feel about turtles and frogs and, yeah. you know, lizards, reptiles? Like, what do you think about those? Because I'll be honest, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love them, all of them. Yeah. Um, and everyone was like, oh, pass. Nope, nope. Like, that That was the consensus of the poll. And more messages. Like, what, how do you think they're cute? They're slimy and they're cold and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I just do. But then it led to something kind of unexpected. Um, so I'm getting a lizard this week. <laughs> Are you really? I'm rescuing a lizard because uh, someone sent me an ad that they'd been that they'd seen like for weeks and weeks and weeks locally, and it was it's for a lizard that is like not being taken care of in the least. Like this Aww. poor thing is like it's just terrible. It's what kind who doesn't of lizard know. is it? A leopard gecko it's like a oh, just a
0: to- geckos like,
1: are so cute they have so those cute. fat little
0: fingers
1: and, I and love the smile them. the leopard I geckos know. smile so I'm going them. to pick him up tomorrow um, to give him a better a better life that's to so give him exciting. The life that he needs but uh yeah so um if you don't like bugs or lizards um you probably shouldn't follow me on instagram anymore <laughs> because I'm gonna be posting the
0: crap out of both of them I love I'm snakes I'm so excited I, I love like snakes, snakes too. and I love those little green tree lizards. Yes, love those. my yeah, they used to be all over my house when I grew up. I grew up in South Georgia, so they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. and um I used to catch them when I was little mm-hmm. and I would hold them like right around the base of their neck and hold them upside down so their backs were laying in my hand and you rub their belly and they'll fall asleep. Ah. And it, and like you can let go and they'll just lay in your hand sleeping and it's the cutest thing ever and then that's they'll even so like you put cute. your finger on them and they'll wrap their little tiny fingers around your hand. Oh. I love it so much. They're so cute. See,
1: that's so exciting. I, know. I, I love, I love it. I love little lizards. I love I love snakes. Now I'm not gonna lie. I'm I don't have the heart to have a snake that I have to feed
0: animals to. Yeah, I can't do it. I can do bug eaters. Yeah, I don't think I. I, I don't couldn't know. do anything else. I could. I could probably own a ball python. Yeah? Yeah. I actually I just... was friends with a guy years and years ago that I remember the first time I went over to his house. Our kids used to hang out together when they were like three and four. Mm-hmm. And he invited us over for a cookout or something. He was like, I just have to warn you, I have a snake. And I was like, that's fine. I'm not afraid of snakes. I like snakes. And he was like, well, I have a very large snake. And I was like, it's fine. <laughs> we get over to his house and he had a freaking tin foot python and that sucker comes that's a big boy slithering down the hallway and i was like oh my god (laughs) that's a big snake i was not expecting that this sucker was huge and he would just lay on the floor and it would just like slither up on him and hang out and i was like oh my god i don't know if i could handle that i would be afraid that would kill me in my sleep yeah no No, it's beautiful that big you know what marley's favorite is what you'll know what this is Most people won't know what it is, but I bet you will. An axolotl. I love axolotls!
1: (laughs) They're like little water aliens. They are. They're the best things ever. They're adorable. And they look happy, too.
0: They do. They smile.
1: Guys, you have to look up axolotls. They're the happiest creatures. Those and leopard geckos always look like they're smiling. If you're in a bad mood, you cannot be in a bad
0: mood looking at them. It's spelled A-X-O-L-O-T-L. So go Google axolotl and just bask in the cuteness because they are so 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 freaking cute. They're pink. They're smiling salamanders and they're freaking adorable as crap. So cute.
1: I love them. I love them. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to, um, I'm taking, I'm taking Gideon to a reptile show next weekend because for a reason, a legitimate reason, like not just because I want to go look at animals, but he found a, he has a YouTuber that he has, um, just a tiny smidgen of a crush on. He says it's not that, but he's always like, she has such pretty hair. Aww. And she's like a zoology expert, you know? Yeah. Um, But she goes to this reptile show a lot. She lives local, and she's a big YouTuber. um, Emzotic, if you guys are interested. And if if she happens to be listening, because I've been stalking her on social media, and I sent her a friend (laughs) request, and a message to let her know, like, hey, I'm not a weirdo. We actually have some mutual connections. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking him next week to this reptile show to hopefully meet her. um and to see a tank of axolotls oh my god please take lots of video and pictures and and send them
0: to me because they're so stinking cute
1: so stinking cute and baby tortoises (gasps)
0: like and there's a video
1: i found a video from the last show and the little baby tortoises are all sleeping under this heat lamp and they got their legs poked straight out (laughs) yes they do that there's um
0: chattahoochee nature center is not far from here it's like I don't know, maybe an hour from where I live. And mm-hmm. it's such a cool nature center because they've, it's basically just a chunk of woods and they've yeah. built these little trails through it and put little exhibits and stuff. And mm-hmm. all the animals that are there are rescues and like they're re, either rehab or they're just rescue and they're going to stay there forever. Um, and they have a pond. In the nature center, that's got tortoises and turtles in it, and that's how they sleep. They like get With on these logs and out. they stick their legs out <gasps> in all these weird directions. And I just it's so love Funny. It. I just want to tickle their little feet, and they climb on top of each other and just like they do pose. They do. <laughs> it's I so love funny. it. Funny. Yeah. My, my realtor had to stop in the middle of the road the other day and help a box turtle across the road Ah, that's nice that it freaked me bad. out I was like oh my god we're gonna wreck because we're following him to a house and he just like puts on his flashers for a second and then he turns left and stops all the way across the road and I was like what's going on it's and a he was dead like, body he's like it's fine there's a box turtle I don't want anybody to hit it I was like okay Thank you. <laughs> so he helped him across the road, and Aww. we went about our merry way. But turtles are awesome. That's one thing I'm kind of excited about living at the lake because they're everywhere down there. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen oh, like a lot of the houses see. we've looked at. There's like gorgeous osprey, yeah. just standing off on the side of the bank, and
1: just oh, beautiful down so there. Cool. It's a whole
0: different set of wildlife that I don't have at this house. That's so. so I'm cool. kind of excited about that because I love yeah. I love stuff like that.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna come yeah. down and go looking for turtles and pigs yeah. and
0: little salamanders and stuff. That'll be fun. It'll be
1: like the filthiest trip I've ever taken, but oh, it'll, it'll be, be great. awesome. It'll be so we'll go fun. to
0: Milledgeville and go to the creepy asylum down there. That's right. <clears throat> and have a picnic. That's right. <laughs> it'll be fantastic.
1: It'll be fantastic. So, just so you <laughs> know, guys, we're making up for lost time. Last week, that's what's yeah. happening because we're 23 minutes into this.
0: Yeah. Sorry about it. <laughs> Not sorry, actually.
1: I'm not sorry either. I feel like Kirsten There's and I have a like lot barely going had, on. Yeah. And we've barely gotten to talk since the whole like moving process started because it's yeah. just been so time consuming. And we
0: talked normally every multiple day. times a day, every single day. So we've yeah. actually gone several days without talking. Which is weird. It's and sad. very weird.
1: Yeah. And I don't like it. And um, once you're done moving, it's not allowed to happen anymore. No, it's not.
0: also I really hope I get this house we made an offer on because you like I sent you the pictures right I sent you the link Mm -hmm. there's like that sunroom that's all Mm -hmm. windows all the way around yes that will be my office oh it's seriously guys it's like an extension it's like an add-on room from the living room and Mm -hmm. all three sides are just solid windows floor to ceiling windows and you can see the lake from the hole it's amazing I really hope we get this house yeah. I might cry if we don't. <laughs> I'll be very sad if we don't get this house. But anyway. I
1: think I think you're going to get it. That's my gut feeling. I hope so. I hope so, too. We shall see. <laughs> so, everybody, send the good vibes. Yes, please. Make this happen. Hopefully, we'll...
0: by our next episode, I'll have a house.
1: <laughs> yes. And we will update you accordingly. Yes. If so. Kirsten is not in the next episode, it's because she's died of frustration because That's right. it didn't happen. I have she, jumped in the lake. Her ghostly
0: form will come.
1: I and jumped in the
0: us. lake and drowned my sorrows. And That's right. I am now the lady of the lake.
1: <laughs> she is now the lady of the lake. She will <laughs> serenade you with Britney Spears and lure right. you to your untimely death. Mm-hmm. That would be That's the right. most hysterical ghost story.
0: Wouldn't it be? You walk down to the lake thinking you're going to have a nice relaxing day. And there's me being like, womanize, womanize, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Just like floating on the water. I would pay such
1: good money to see that. (laughs) Oh, my Lanta. Wow.
0: Yep. There's a visual for you.
1: Yeah, that's definitely... Good visual.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: That's the spooky story for the day. Yeah. There you go. Erin,
0: I already told you, I think, if, if, if I die before you, that's how I'm going to haunt you. I'm just going to wake how I'll you know. up in the middle She's of scared. the night singing Britney Spears. Yep. And you'll that's know it's sad. me. you like, oh, it's Kirsten again.
1: Yep. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just go to sleep. Just ignore her. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my goodness.
0: <sighs> so I guess we should tell ghost stories now.
1: We should, indeedly, indeedly, we should tell our stories. And it's your turn to go first.
0: Is it? Okay. It is. I don't even know what day it is, so.
1: It is the day of the today. day
0: of today. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> mine's not super long, but it's pretty freaking scary. Great. Um, I feel like I'm in, like, this, like, the past few episodes, I'm in this, like, vacation kind of theme going on, you know, because I did Disney World and then I did the Lake Shawnee Amusement Park. Yeah. This week we're going to Hawaii. Ooh. Wait.
1: Maybe not, ooh. I'm over here like excited. But
0: (laughs) I mean Hawaii.
1: It's beautiful. It's great. Yeah.
0: It's beautiful. So we are gonna go to Oahu, the island of Oahu in Hawaii, to visit the Kaimuki house. Have you ever heard of this?
1: I've never heard of this. I
0: had never heard of it either, and it's freaking terrifying. Okay. Not that anybody's going to know where this is, but the Kaimuki House is located on the corner of 8th and Harding in Oahu. (laughs) Unless you live there, maybe. Do we have Hawaii listeners? Let us know. I think we do. Um, It's actually built, which a lot of houses are. This isn't unusual. It's built on a foundation of lava rock. Most houses in Hawaii are. That's I mean, the, the island is a freaking lava rock island. Anyway, um, there's a creature.
1: <laughs> this is going in a different direction.
0: <laughs> there's a creature that is said to reside in the Kaimuki house known as Kasha. Oh, okay. Kasha is a man-eating ghost. What? From Japanese folklore. And... The stories surrounding this house are very well documented. There's newspaper articles about things that have happened at this house. Um, There are other interpretations depending on where you're from or what your religion is. There's other interpretations of this creature. Um, One is that it's a monster. It's a ghoul who lives around crematoriums and feeds on the dead. And there's another that says it's a cat-like demon from the sky who steals away bodies. Okay. So all three versions of this monster include eating people. (laughs) Okay. This is definitely not where I thought
1: this was going. (laughs) Took a turn. (laughs) It took a turn. Oh, my goodness.
0: Okay. So there's, there's a few stories. And I also have copied and pasted onto my notes two excerpts from newspaper articles that i'll read okay to kind of iterate this story um so the first story is of a young couple who moved into this house and it looks like any just any normal house in any normal neighborhood there's nothing special about the house right um except what's inside <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> okay so a young couple moved into the home um the neighbor's started to hear really loud noises often. They would hear banging and crashing and yelling and screaming, and they suspected domestic violence. So they called the police. And when the police came, the couple said that they were being attacked by an unseen force. What? Yes. There were scratches all over their bodies. They were being attacked. There's not a whole lot about that particular story, but that's when it kind of started. And this was pre-1940s. Right. Um, The second story that actually is documented happened in 1942. Police officers were again called to the house by a woman who kept repeating, she's trying to kill my children. What? So the police officers come into the house and they watched in horror as all three children were levitated, slapped and hurled across the room by an invisible force. What? (laughs) Yeah. I I don't understand. So apparently um, the youngest child was a boy. He was 10 years old. And when they moved into the house, he claimed that there was a, quote, odor of ghost. (laughs) I don't know what that means, if that's like decomposing body. I don't know. But he detected it, as a lot of young children do, right? Right, right. And apparently that enraged the spirit, and it started attacking all of the kids. Um, So the newspaper article says, um, answering a Kaimuki near riot call, police sergeant, whatever his name is, it doesn't, it blacks out their names. Right. Um, A police sergeant and a patrolman found a Hawaiian boy 10 and his two sisters, 18 and 20, shrieking on a sofa. The mother, besides shrieking, was waving tea leaves and sprinkling Hawaiian salt to ward off ghosts. She said her son had detected an odor of ghosts, angry at being found out the spirits first attacked him, then began repeated attempts to strangle his sisters. Wow. The, wo- the woman said, my husband who left me is to blame. So I guess she thought, cause Hawaiian Hawaiian culture is very spiritual. So I'm assuming she thought he may have cursed the house or something. Right. Um, after an hour and a half struggle Mm -hmm. Police and family yielded the home to the spirits and retreated to the mother's sister's home. Right. As they left and sleepless neighbors gave thanks, the mother turned to the sergeant and says, look, you have goose pimples too. Yeah. I don't like this. (laughs) 30 years later, a young girl was reportedly attacked by an invisible force in the house. She left the house to go hide in her car, which was parked outside, but the spirit followed her. Mm-hmm. There's a newspaper article that details this one, and I could sum it up, but I'm going to read it because I don't want to miss any of the details, because it's pretty terrifying. Um, a police officer in a patrol car in Kamuki got a late-night call from three girls sharing a house which the neighborhood considered haunted. The girls heard strange noises of someone moving around and talking, and one of the girls said she felt a hand on her arm. They decided to spend the rest of the night Yeah, Savannah's scared. <laughs> they decided to spend the rest of the night in Papakolea with the mother of one of the girls and wanted the policeman to follow them there. The girls got into their car, the officer got into his, and they drove down Walea Avenue. Suddenly, the girl driving pulled her car into a parking lot. The policeman later wrote in his report that the girl in the middle of the front seat was fighting off someone who could not be seen, but who was strangling her. Oh, my he gosh. jumped out of his car and reached into the girl's car to help in retelling the story. The officer said, quote, a big, strong, calloused hand that could not possibly belong to a teenage girl grabbed my arm and twisted it. Oh, my gosh. I radioed for assistance i bet <laughs> the answering officer was prepared for a parking lot fight but not for a ghost there's a ghost in that car he told me and he was white as a sheet the girls were hysterical i told the girl who had been choked to get into the police car and the other two to follow us to papa Colea. as soon as oh, she got into the gosh. car the, mo- the motor died it wouldn't start up again <clears throat> he put her back into the girl's car the other officer tried the motor and it immediately started Oh, my goodness. The two cars drove about five yards, and suddenly the door of the girl's car flew open, and the same girl fell out on the road. Again, she was tearing at her throat as if someone was choking her. Together, the two policemen were not strong enough to pull the hands away from her throat, and she died of strangulation.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. hmm So, um, we're not
0: done. There's, there's another another story scary story Ugh. um dakota seriously are you scared <laughs>
1: Terrified. she's terrified. Um,
0: in the spring of 1977 another young couple moved into the kamuki house they had no idea of the history of this house mm-hmm. um they didn't have anything unordinary happen until they got home from a traditional hawaiian mother's day dinner and around eight o'clock that night they went to bed um And around midnight, the bedroom became very chilly, which is very unusual for Hawaii, especially. There was no wind blowing through the curtains, but it got really cold. They woke up. The wife saw a white figure of a large woman standing at the foot of their bed. (laughs) She said there was nothing visible below her waist, and she appeared to have no arms. (laughs) So the wife gets up to use the bathroom. And the figure disappeared. So I'm guessing at that point she's probably like, "I'm imagining things. I just need no. to pee."
1: <laughs> See, that's not well, how that that's <laughs> not how that would have gone
0: down for me. So she's a little shaken. Um, a little shaken. <laughs> yeah. The couple made an appointment to see their reverend, and he told them that their visitor was simply a wandering, harmless spirit who needed a little help moving on. He advised them to put some food and water on a table every night in the general area where they had seen the ghost and toss it out the window at dusk as an offering. They repeated this for a whole week, and the woman never appeared again. She was just hungry.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, but They seriously. don't really know what caused all of this negative energy. But they do think that it has something to do with the murder of some innocent individuals in that house. There was a father who killed his two children and his wife inside the house. The wife and the son's bodies were buried in the backyard, but the corpse of the daughter was never found. Wow. Shortly after those events, there was a couple who lived in the house who met an untimely demise. Um, It was two women. One of the women had become romantically involved with a man. And, uh, discovering that his girlfriend was a lesbian who married another woman, he decided to kill her and her wife and then himself inside of the house. Oh. What struck the investigators as odd was that the bodies appeared to have been eaten. <gasps> uh, why? Yep. In the summer of 2016, the Kamuki house was knocked down and a new property was built in its place. Um, but they don't know for sure if the spirits are still there and attached to the property or if they were attached to the house. I don't like it. So that is the short but terrifying tale of the spirits of the Kaimuki house in Oahu, Hawaii. I don't like it. Yeah.
1: Wow. I, have to,
0: I have to tell you a funny story, though, while I was researching this. The, the spirits referred to as Kasha... Yeah. And there was one article that I read that had a GIF of Kesha, and it was like, no, no, not that. Kacha." Gotcha. <laughs> but they're both terrifying. <laughs> but they're both
1: terrifying. Poor Kesha. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> so yeah. that didn't go where I thought it was going to go.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of really interesting ghost stories Um in hawaii i mean i would imagine there is one that i started researching and it wasn't really long enough to turn into a story but apparently there is a group of spirits that are called the night marchers Ooh! and they're like old hawaiian warriors that still come out sometimes and people will see like a string of lighted torches marching down the beach
1: that's amazing
0: and if you see them you're supposed to lay down and play dead because if you make eye contact with them they'll kill you and one article I read even said that you should wet yourself. And I was like, if I saw a line of dead people walking down the beach with torches, I'd probably piss myself anyway. So. Yeah, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> it's fine. We'll take fine. care of it. We're proactive. Do it. I'm good. And then We're I would proactive. definitely play dead because I'd pass out. That's right. So I'm good. Fine. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stuff in Hawaii. Oh,
1: my goodness. Yeah,
0: it's really interesting. But that one was extra terrifying, so... And I mean, it's got, I, like I said, it's got newspaper articles to back it up. But that one about the hand mm mm. That poor girl strangled to death by an unseen force. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not
1: fine. This is not <laughs> no, this fine. <laughs> no, That's not, not okay. Fine.
0: That is not okay. You it's need to move okay. far, far away. Burn the house. Burn yeah. the property. Burn it all. Burn it all to the ground. <laughs> and don't rebuild.
1: Never rebuild. Bless the ground.
0: You Burn super it soak it with
1: that holy water, and then yeah, reburn it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Ugh. Yeah.
0: So there you go.
1: <laughs> that was awesome.
0: Yeah, it's pretty scary though. Scary, scary.
1: Well. Deep breath, everybody. Mine's not that <laughs> terrifying. It's, okay. It's scary, but it's not that scary, and it's a little weird. And I think that's, yeah, and I think that's why I kind of like it, because it's a little weird. Um, And it's one I've never heard before. So that was exciting. Yeah. So we're not going anywhere exotic. Actually, it's a super exotic location. We're going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I said it just so you would sing it. (laughs) I knew you were going to. Yeah, so we are going to a little bed and breakfast in Oklahoma called the Stone Lion Inn. Have you heard of it? So, at the Little Bed and Breakfast in Oklahoma, um, about an hour from Oklahoma City, which is too close, honestly, for me because I, I lived very close to Oklahoma City when I lived in Texas. Like, it was not, not super far. So, this is too close for comfort. I could have been here and seen... <laughs> Some of the weirdness in this place. Um, the Stone Lion Inn was built in 1907 by a man named F.E. Houghton, and it was built for um, for his family. He had a wife and four daughters, and there's nothing particularly eerie about this family. Like, he was just a, you know, regular average Joe with a regular average life in, you know, 1907. A beautiful house, rather large, and um, they loved the house, but When uh, their, I think it was their middle daughter, Augusta, though I've also read Ingrid, I've found two names, so I'm not entirely positive on that. You guys can do your own research. She got sick um, with pertussis and, you know, the really bad cough and it's, you know, early 1900s. There's not a lot of medication for it. One of the housekeepers gave her a medication, but it turned out to be the wrong one. Uh Uh-oh. Poor little eight-year-old Augusta or Ingrid she died. She perished from uh, medication poisoning. Oh, God. Which, yeah, very, very sad. Um, this obviously led to some uh, grief in the family. Um, the The father... Wasn't really able to continue working very much. They fell in hard times anyway due to some of the, like, financial issues in the economy and all that jazz. So they have this extravagant house, but they can't afford to live in it anymore after their daughter has died. So they move out, and they turn the house into a boarding house. And the boarding house doesn't do particularly well because people are complaining that it's just too noisy of an environment for them. And nobody understands why it's so noisy, but, you know... The Houghtons just brush it off. They're like, okay, well, I guess that we can't make it a boarding house. So they sell the house, and the house turns into a funeral home, which I feel <laughs> like I feel like this is a turn that mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting because I was like, oh, your turn was a boarding house. Now they're going to turn it into a hotel. A funeral home. This is one I've never heard before. Yeah. So... When it turned into a funeral home, there was a robber that was kind of going through the town, and it was a big shootout between this man and the police. Um, His name was Elmer McCurdy. Fudd. Elmer Fudd. Elmer McCurdy. Um, so he gets gunned down. He dies. And the person who owns the funeral home has to go through the process of dealing with this dead body who is, like, very dead. Like, very shot, Very dead. <laughs> very dead. The police were, you know how in the movies the police are all, like, you know, they, they aim, they fire, and they miss, and it's, like, 800 times, and the bad guy's like, bye. Yeah. These cops weren't like that. They were like, <laughs> you got him. Get him 20 more times. Like, get him. <laughs> and they killed him dead. They killed him dead. So the funeral director bring you know he gets the body, he embalms the body with way more solution than he needs to. Um, There's some question about why he chose to do what he did. Uh, Some people say it was just like a little bit of an experiment to -hmm. see what would happen if I used all of these preservation chemicals on this body because it's like a random body. No one's claimed him. Right. Right. And he's a bad um, dude. Yeah, he's a bad dude. No one cares about this dude. <laughs> right. So, he essentially mummifies him.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Um, the other The other story here is that because there was no one to pay him for this, he wasn't going to release the body until someone came and paid him. So, he had to make sure to preserve it a certain way. Which, again, still weird, but yeah. Mr. McCurdy ended up mummified. Jeez. Now, to make a little bit of money, this is where things get gross. <laughs> like, not super gross. Not like, no intestines, guys. <laughs> the funeral director props up Elmer McCurdy
0: <laughs> Uh uh-uh.
1: and dresses him like in, in a normal attire. Puts a hat on him, gives him a little sign to hold, (laughs) and charges people to come see him. What? Mm hmm. So. That's sick. Oh, that's not even the gross part. Oh, God. Eventually, the funeral home closes.
0: I wonder why. I mean, I don't know. I I can't can't imagine he had a great reputation. strange.
1: (laughs) But he sold Elmer McCurdy's body. To a sideshow. Shut up. Kid you not. The sideshow used it as an attraction. Come see the, you know, human mummy thingy. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure that's what the sign said. Come see the human (laughs) mummy thingy. That sideshow sells it to a circus.
0: Oh, my God. The circus sells sells it to a museum. I mean, he's a bad dude, but come on.
1: Now, bear in mind, this is like late 1920s that he was preserved, okay? So, he's Mm -hmm. traveling all these years, right? Um... In 1949, his body made its way to Los Angeles. Oh, God. Where it was placed in storage. Oh. And was left till 1964. Oh, my God. In storage. In 1967, Elmer, God rest his soul, was loaned to filmmaker David Friedman for a movie called She Freak.
0: What? This is such a weird story. I
1: know this is so bizarre. (laughs) So So bizarre. Yeah. (laughs) He changed hands again and was sold to the Hollywood Wax Museum because did people know that he was a dead person? After a while, they say that that the first you know obviously the funeral director knew, the person who bought him from the sideshow knew, um, the circus knew. But then as it kept changing hands, people forgot that this was a human body, and they thought it was a wax figure. So Elmer then left the Hollywood Wax Museum and was sent to Canada to be put on an exhibit. And they, th- this museum said that the body was just, it was not lifelike enough. You know, and it was too gruesome. And it just wasn't realistic looking. And he just didn't feel he got what he paid for. So he returned the body to uh, to the people that he got it from. Um, and then it was sold to a man named Ed Lersh, who owned, or probably still owns, Pike Amusement Zone. Which is <clears throat> really gross. So 1976 rolls around. And they're taping a television show called The Six Million Dollar Man at the Amusement Zone. The art director is making some changes to the set when he decides to move poor Elmer. Um, And he accidentally broke the arm off while Uh moving it. So he's thinking, this is a a prop. Mm -hmm. So he goes, he gets his glue, he's gluing it back, and then he goes, wait a minute, this is bone. And he puts it all together like, this is a problem. This isn't a wax dummy. So he immediately calls the police. And the police send this body off to get an autopsy. And they get all the bills of sale. And every bill of sale that they have on record now says that he was a wax dummy. They eventually trace it back to Oklahoma. They figure out that that's where he was from. That's where this all happened. They send his body back, um, and then he was officially buried in the Boot Hill section of Summit View Cemetery in Oklahoma in uh, April of 1977.
0: Oh my God! So he spent almost 60 years mm-hmm. going all over the place yep. as a dead body. Yep. Oh God. Now that's in order so to gross.
1: isn't it terrible that poor poor body corpse thing.
0: That's awful.
1: Poor mommy. So, in order to make sure that he didn't travel any further, that was his last stop, they put him in a six-foot grave with two feet of concrete poured over him. Wow. So, he's not going anywhere. Right. The sat pretty vacant for a while. Um, in 1986, a woman named Becky, sorry, uh, you can't say it any other way, Becky, Becky? She, she buys it. Because she she's in town. She's from Los Angeles. She's in town, looking like scoping things out. She does like home flipping and renovations and whatnot. From what I gather, she sees this place. She falls in love with it. People are like, "You're crazy. This house is falling apart. What are you doing?" And she's like, "No, no, no, no. I'm buying it." So she spends a couple of days putting these contracts together. She buys it. She moves her family in. Before she moves her family in, she has um the people who who owned it at that point they were required to empty it and take as, like, as much of the stuff as they wanted. So all of um, all of these, the, the things that were in that house, they were um, like furniture pieces and stuff that were left behind. They were removed except for one table. Um, she didn't know what the table was. It was this big ceramic table. <laughs> they left that there. Oh, they c- God. They couldn't get the table out because the table weighs a ton. It's super heavy. Um, and, uh... They're like, well, okay, we'll go ahead. Beth keeps, or Becky, Beth, Becky keeps it in the house. She moves her kids in. (laughs) I don't understand any of this. And she goes, I'm going to turn this into a bed and breakfast. That's what I'm going to do. It's a Mm -hmm. bed and breakfast. Mm -hmm. Now, she has no clue that this was a funeral home. No one's told her. And it doesn't look like a funeral home. It looks
0: like a house. Yeah, well, most funeral homes are beautiful homes.
1: Yeah. Well, this is an extravagantly beautiful home. This mm-hmm. is a very nice home. It's It was definitely not, um, <laughs> not a funeral home. Um, so she starts to notice that things are getting thrown around in her house all the time. She doesn't know why. She thinks it's her kid. You know, she initially blames her kid. And then she notices that every time, like at bedtime, every night, she goes to the playroom. She puts all the toys away. And in the morning or in the middle of the night, she'll hear sounds so loud that she'll, like, think that her kid is up playing. And she'll get up and all the toys will be everywhere. Her kid will be sacked out just fast asleep, right? She eventually thinks, like, okay, my kid's outsmarting me. I'm going to outsmart him. And she locks the door. So there's no way to get in. She's the only one who has the key. Again, everything in the room gets ripped apart. Ripped apart. And then it starts to move around the house. Things start getting ripped apart around the house. So she starts to do some research, like, what's going on in this Because she doesn't believe in ghosts. She, I mean, she went as far as to say, like, I think it's rodents.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Rodents aren't going to take your toys out of your toy bin and throw them on the floor. <laughs> Come on. Um so she does some research and she finds out that number one, the house was a funeral home, which is gross. Number two, she finds out about Elmer, which again, gross! Yeah. And number three, the ceramic table that she has turned into a decorative piece in the, like, entrance of the bed and breakfast is an autopsy table. Yay! The original autopsy table. Used in all of its ceramic-y glory. Gross. That's Disgusting, But she can't move it out, and no one wants to touch it. So she kept it.
0: I don't get it. I think this woman's crazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> when you it. take a sledgehammer to it, and you break it into a bunch of pieces, and you move it out.
1: Do you know what she did, this money-making fiend that she is? jeez. Oh, she started a murder mystery weekend every weekend at the, or every month at the bed and breakfast, where it's a group of people. They host a murder mystery But they are going to Elmer's grave and doing what people call satanic rituals. Uh Uh-uh. Now, she's unintentionally making things worse. That's my belief. But since she started this, the activity in the house has gotten a lot worse. She doesn't see the connection. I, I... I don't know how this woman's not very bright,
0: apparently. No,
1: no, and she's and she's scary. How not creepy she is? Like that's like she's just this very average woman, like in her bed and breakfast. And do you remember? Do you remember the 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 um, medium and poultry iced? Yeah, with the high pitched voice. Yeah, and the tiny that's, little yeah. Yeah, that's what she sounds like. <gasps> Seriously, but she's got like blonde, fluffy hair. Fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> fluffy hair. Like she's like very poised and like. But she's got this crazy ghost. So, (laughs) things are thrown around her house all the time. Um, She has had to call the police multiple times, thinking that people have broken into her house. Because she will hear what sounds like windows getting smashed in. Nothing happens. Um, Like, the windows aren't actually getting broken. She'll hear a man's voice yelling through the house. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: when there are no men in the house. Um, The neighbors (laughs) have called the police over what they thought were break-ins in the house when there's no one there. Like, it'll be just her and her kid, but the neighbors will hear it even and think that someone's, you know, broken in and they're going to kill her. Nothing's happening. Um, You can see and smell tobacco smoke coming from the basement. Oh, wow. Which is strange. And when you see that, you typically see a man wearing a top hat walk out of the basement and he'll just walk through the living room or he also stands at the top of the stairs and will just like you know look down them and they believe that that's uh mr houghton himself like the original owner of the house and he's just chilling you Mm -hmm. know he's he's just having a good time in his house i don't know why he would be back in the house because he didn't die there but but he loved that house he left the house and that is where his daughter is yeah because the One of the most active spirits in the house is a little girl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who stay at the bed and breakfast will complain that they can't get any sleep because of the noisy children in the bed and breakfast when there won't be any children there. And this is happening, like, to this day. The children that lived there before, like, her children, they're grown and gone and moved away and everything. So it's just her in this house mm-hmm. um, and the housekeepers. That's it. But they'll hear... Children jumping on beds and laughing, which I think is kind of spooky. Yeah, for she sure. has been seen standing on the stairs. There is a photograph of her standing really? on the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that scares me about Little Augusta, or Ingrid, or whatever her name is, is she she is very accustomed to being the nurturing sister the nurturing person. So, she likes to tuck the guests in. mm And guests often wake up with her sitting on the bed, stroking their face.
0: No, thank you. This combines all of my horrible, horrible things. Ghost children touching me. Nope. One ghost, or one
1: ghost, one ghost reported that a person was there. <laughs> <laughs> one person, one guest said that she woke up, and there was a child's face inches from hers. Now that scares me when my children do it, because they—you know—all children do that. Yes. But then this child vanished oh before God. her eyes. They also will see a wooden ball rolling around the house, which is, and then it'll just disappear. It's just gone, like wooden ball. There it goes up, oh, and you can hear it too. They say it sounds like a bowling ball. she likes to run out the front door and you'll see the door fly open fly closed and then you can hear her running around the porch wow <clears throat> along with that at, in the evenings and it's always in the evenings footsteps will slowly make their way across the house out the door and then you hear what sounds like a match being lit and smell smoke hmm. but there won't be anyone there which i think is also very interesting The housekeeper, I hate this one. The God. housekeeper, I don't know if I should tell this one first. Yes,
0: well, you started it. Okay.
1: <laughs> the housekeeper spent the night there. <clears throat> um, Because she was an overnight like housekeeper. She mm-hmm. spent the night in one room. And she laid in bed and she felt someone crawl into bed with her. And... That person just stayed there. The weight of the bed just stayed. She thought she was going crazy. So she just kind of pushed it out of her mind. A few years later, a guest left. Because in that same room, she realized that the ceiling fan was too high for her to reach. And she audibly complained about it. She couldn't turn it off. But she was just like, whatever, I'll go to bed. So she gets into bed, turns the light off, and then pulls the blankets up. Closer to her and complains about being cold. All of a sudden, she hears footsteps across the floor. The light or the ceiling fan was clicked off, and then a weight went into the bed and someone spooned her (gasps) in the bed. No, no. She, yep, she says that she tried to pull the blankets over her head, but she couldn't because there was a weight on the blanket and no one was there.
0: Oh my god.
1: Mm-mm. She left in the middle of the He's that, very obviously. nice. He's very he he likes the ladies. Yes. He likes the ladies. So they're not sure if that is Mr. Houghton or if it's Elmer because Elmer was a little bit of a ladies man. You know, he was he was a bad a bad boy and everybody everybody loves a bad boy. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, so he likes to snuggle. Oh, my God. That's so freaking scary, man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody was visiting the house with their daughter, and it was someone who was frequently at the house, and they noticed that the little girl always ran upstairs, and she would be up there laughing and playing. Their their little girl was.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Little
1: girl's laughing and playing, having a good time, and she comes back down, you know, just gleeful, and mother says... You know, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm playing with a little girl that lives upstairs. Oh, God. Describe the little girl. And it's the same little girl that Mm -hmm. everybody sees. So, if you want to be stroked, spooned, tucked in, smell cigarette smoke, (laughs) and pretend to be murdered by um, a B&B owner who has satanic rituals in a graveyard, you can go. This is Um, the place for you. This is the place for you. I will say I've watched a lot of Ghost Adventures, like that show. I hate that show because I hate that dude. There aren't a lot of times where he seems genuinely, like, perplexed with something. Because he's, you know, he's, come at me, bro. Mm -hmm. And, you know, laying under the Velisca axe and all that. He's talking to this woman and his eyes are like saucers. (laughs) And he's, every time she makes any movie, he's like, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? Because she's just eerie. Like she moves very quickly.
0: The woman who owns
1: it? The woman who owns it. And he <clears throat> thinks that she knows a lot more than she's letting on. But she graciously let them in, you know. It was like, yeah, do what you want. Business for me, right? right. Money maker. She's a money maker. Um, we should have her on We should have her on our other podcast. We'll, we'll interview her. No. I'll be like, tell us about your ghosts.
0: No. <laughs> I don't want that woman anywhere near me. <laughs> <clears throat> but, she'll uh, bring creepiness with her she'll bring bad yeah. juju
1: yeah but they did some evps in in the bed and breakfast and picked up nothing that i can share because it was filthy really yes lots of language so mm. and apparently that's that's pretty common that happens quite a bit so um there's something that's kind of angry it's not hurting anybody it's just temperamental it's got a filthy mouth things that we won't say on this podcast that you know, we're not exactly always clean mouth, but I ain't saying
0: we don't like those wordy dirts.
1: We don't like this. So um, you That's can still creepy. stay there. It's still a bed and breakfast. You can still go get murdered. Um, <laughs> That's it's your a jam. Ten murder. You can go and. Uh, by the way, if you when you come to the bed and breakfast, you can expect to have your. Refreshments and whatnot, all laid out for you on the autopsy table. It's there. That's what she uses it for. It's nasty. That's gross. <sighs> There's no amount of Clorox or Febreze that's going to make that better. <laughs> There's not. No. But you can if you really, really <sighs> want to. Um, people enjoy going, they like the murder mystery thing. It's fun, I guess. Um, But you can count me out for that one. I don't Mm. want to get murdered, and I don't want to be a part of any satanic ritual on top of poor Elmer. Poor Elmer McCurdy. I know. I mean, mean, he's not, like, a super big ghost in that house, but I had to share that, like, that happened there. (laughs) And he was a robber? Is that what you said? Yeah, he robs banks.
0: So he didn't deserve all of that?
1: No. He didn't even even kill anybody. Oh, my God. He didn't do anything wrong. Just the thought of... do you know what he stole corpse he stole forty dollars and two bottles of whiskey and
0: then he spent
1: 60 60 years years traveling around traveling around around as a corpse and most of the time he was and this is the part and i've got to be honest i saw it because they they showed you know the videos and it's in movies and tv shows and all this other stuff and and i've seen it before and didn't know it was real i had no idea it was real i thought it was just like a prop thing um but for most of these shows he's naked
0: Oh,
1: which I think is even worse. That is like no dignity whatsoever. Cuz there people are like, "Oh wow, look at this
0: prop. It looks so lifelike." <laughs> until it until it got so far gone that
1: until, it, it didn't it yeah. didn't look lifelike.
0: Started decomposing at all. That's awful. Yep. It's
1: terrible. That's and such honestly, a weird it, story. <laughs> I know. I know. It's ugh. I want to know. I want to be a fly on the wall. Kind of. When that art director was like, oh, let's glue the arm back on. <laughs> yeah. And then you look at it and you're, you're like, oh my God. This is a real thing. I wonder if that's where some of those movies like Waxworks and whatnot came from. Yeah.
0: Or... Oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they were, some of those were done before, though. That's true. Before like they the discovered. original Wax Museum movie. Yeah. Scary movie was way before that. Yeah. That's that true. The movie is terrifying. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Gross.
1: It's so gross. It's, I that
0: mean, is, that's... It's not horrifically
1: gross. It's when pretty you, gross. It's gross that people had a dead body in storage and they didn't even know. They were like, oh, here's my wax dummy. <laughs> Guess what I won't be buying anytime soon? Wax dummies. <laughs> were
0: you, you know, planning was, on it? It was on
1: my grocery list, you know? <laughs> Milk, eggs, wax dummy toast toast right bread
0: toast because it's healthier <laughs> it's healthier that's how
1: we do things
0: that's right you buy so,
1: toast that's it <laughs> buy toast lose weight oh my god Magic.
0: that's so weird it's just yeah. so weird i can't gross. i can't just, like there was so much to that story too. <laughs> i know you're just like you going you get
1: it's the spooning and the face stroking okay yeah just no little girl wants to jump at the bed for the rest of eternity. Fine. Do it. Fine. Her, pa- her parents probably didn't let her. So now she's like, ha, ha, mom and dad in your face. I'm jumping on the bed all <laughs> the time. But don't That's touch me.
0: But don't, don't touch, touch me.
1: Face. Don't pet me. I don't get, me. like, right in my face.
0: i And probably then poof,
1: disappear. I would probably think it was one of my kids. <laughs> my children do that to me. They get real close. Even the older ones. you think they know better. But they'll, mom, mom, I had a bad dream. And they'll be like nose to nose. And I wake up and there's this like glowing white face. And then I jump back, (laughs) scream, and John pushes me back to my side of the bed. (laughs) But no, ghost child. Uh -uh. I just don't want anything to spoon me in my sleep. I don't like when living things spoon me in my sleep, okay? I I get
0: hot. I mean, I have to say, though, the fact (sighs) that he was being. Kind and courteous for this woman's needs. Attentive to her needs. He's like, I got you, girl. I got you. You just lay right there under the covers. I'll make you nice and toasty warm. That's
1: right. You know,
0: I'm going to turn the fan
1: off. I'm going to warm you up. And he didn't even try to get fresh with her. So there's that. Well, she probably didn't give him a chance. She was like,
0: I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Yeah. Mm -mm. (sighs) I can't believe the housekeeper slept all night long next to him.
1: She just said she eventually felt something. She also says that she had this weird dream about a man in the basement. Like, she was all of a sudden in the basement, and the man was just filling up a bucket of water and trying to get her to look into it. And, which is weird. Um, But on that stupid Zach show, Mm -hmm. Ghost Adventures, he says that that means the ghost was trying to make contact with her. And that's when I stopped watching it, because I was like, Zach, I hate your face.
0: I hate your face. Because every so often <laughs> he's
1: like, you get to go on an adventure with us too, audience. Be tweeting us while you watch this. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> this poor poor dead body has been floating around the country and you're just like, Tee-hee. Twitter me. Twitter me. Tweet Twitter me. me.
0: Tweet me. Twitter <laughs> me. Twitter me. Tweet me. I just don't. I don't like it. And then it. he was
1: like, he's telling the housekeeper, he's like, I want you to stand in that room by yourself holding this recorder. And she was like, oh I don't know and he was like five minutes and she's like that's too much and he got her to do it for three minutes and then she was like yep I'm out and because it just she got this like horribly like creaked out feeling and apparently and they they didn't show this but they tell it she she hands them the recorder doesn't say a word gets in her car and drives away (laughs) she just left oh my god oh my goodness I thought that was pretty funny that is funny I'm sure there's more to her story than I know, but
0: I'm I gotta sure there's be more to the, the The whole thing. Yeah. The owner of the house, like, she knows stuff. She has to know stuff.
1: She I mean, has to Because she's
0: profiting off of all this creepiness. Yeah. And you know that she's had things happen to her. Yeah. That hasn't been shared. Yeah.
1: It's got to. Um. She's probably you know maybe she's because it doesn't i I don't know if there's anything there like if she's got a husband anymore or not maybe she's in maybe
0: she's in a relationship with this ghost we did read that story about the woman who married the pirate ghost
1: yeah guys if you didn't know that you can marry a ghost you can marry a bridge
0: you can marry anything you want whatever you want oh totally forgot to say this at the beginning do you okay if you guys are not skippers, you hear our intro every week, right? And it's literally us reacting to watching a scary video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember the video that we watched when yeah. we recorded that? Okay. There is now a second one from the same school. nuh Yes. What? They have oh. caught another ghosty thing in that same... It's in Ireland. It's an old school in Ireland, and they have released another video.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Yes, I'll um, find it and we we'll yeah. wa- like we can we can put it in the group or whatever, but it's equally nice. shocking and scary. Nice. Like I'm a excited. book bag slides all the way across the floor. Like Oh my It's gosh. crazy. It's crazy. But apparently stuff like that happens in this in this school quite often. That's awesome. Mhm. I mean, kinda. <laughs> kinda. But, Not yeah, they've, they've released it, so I'll find it, and we'll put it in the group. We'll put yes. the first one in the group, too, so you guys can see what we were freaking out about. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty freaky. <laughs> That's so cool. Yep.
1: Except, like, I don't want to go to school there.
0: Right? I know. So, just say. There's no telling how many ghosts I actually encountered and didn't know it when I was in Ireland. Yeah. That is true. I mean, because we went to, like, castles and abbeys. And there's graveyards there that we walked through and took pictures in. Ugh. Yeah. So I'm sure I crossed paths. Yeah. With stuff. Just didn't know. Spooky. Beautiful old country though. Beautiful. Yeah. Spooky, spooky, spooky. So um, yeah. Send us your ghost stories. Girls and ghouls podcast at gmail.com. Do it or we'll be sad. Pop into the Facebook group and give us a rating and review look Love we forever. said this before if you rate us you also have to write a review because if you're giving us a rating we want to know why you rated us that way oh speaking of which
1: let's put i have to i have to put this out there we kind of we kind of griped about having a what was it a two-star rating yeah. that's gone is it <laughs> it's gone how is it gone so, i don't know but it's not there anymore so somebody must have changed their rating good i'm glad that you came to your senses. <laughs> it didn't go down did it no no no. <laughs> okay no we have a five star like a five star rating now good so anyway thank you it, that's awesome
0: that is awesome i am happy yeah looks but like we have one three
1: star that person which just wasn't their jam it, it was them and that's too okay
0: much. we're not for everybody
1: we're It's are good but you know ratings reviews it helps us a lot
0: yeah it really does it helps other people find us so if you like it share it tell your friends tell your family have a creepy ghost party and just binge listen binge listen yes it'll be and- fun it will be fun. You make it a drinking game every time we say it's fine. It's you take
1: fun. a shot. <laughs> You'll be drunk within like five minutes.
0: Yes. And it'll be fine. It'll it's be fine. fine. It's fine. So, Someone's getting hammered right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I can't even keep up. Oh, my God. Can't even keep up. Every so. time we talk about being scared of ghost children, you have to chug a beer. <laughs> there you go. We could totally make this a drinking game. Oh, you, we definitely
1: could. It would be we the could. the best drinking game that was ever. I wouldn't gamed. participate
0: in it, no, because I can't handle my alcohol anymore. Because I'm old. Remember, we're old hags. We're old. We're almost dead. Almost dead.
1: <laughs> but
0: that's just the way it
1: is now. Like we just have it's to. It's just,
0: just it's all downhill from here. All Aaron. downhill
1: from here. You
0: what's had no idea change? at 32 that it was all downhill it was after all that. All over right? for me. So, I didn't the even end? know.
1: I didn't even know. You may
0: not even make it to 40, like me.
1: (laughs) So sad. (laughs) It's so sad. Well, I'm not supposed to anyway. Did you know that? I did not. Oh, yeah. So when I was, like, 12, I went to the Renaissance Fair. And there was this real creepy lady there. And she was supposed to be, like, the, you know, the village witch or whatever. And she was, like, in all black. And she had a raven, like, a real one. Mm -hmm. And she was selling, like rings that look like eyeballs and whatnot and Mm -hmm. you know I'm there on a field trip I hustled because you had to like get a like certain grades to be able to go on this trip so I was there dressed up as a gypsy because that's the other requirement feeling like hot stuff in my gypsy outfit wandering around with bells on my ankles and crap and I go into this little thing and she without looking at me said makes some comment about me being young and innocent and my appearance and then turns around and looks at me with these, like, cloudy eyes. And it has to, like, as an adult, I'm now going, oh, she was probably just all made up for this part. Yeah,
0: had contacts in, whatever. Like, very <clears throat> crone-like.
1: Yeah. And told me that I was going to die at 33 to cancer. What? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, again, I'm t- like, 12. This is That's middle school. That's horrible to was, say to a child. I know. I was terrified of this for years because i was like oh who's a real witch," and she really told me uh- <laughs> <laughs> so i'm 32 now i technically have a year left according to the witch
0: um please don't die at 33 of cancer that would well, be devastating she
1: said it was uterine cancer
0: so you don't have one of those i don't have one of those <laughs> so you're good i'm good boom and, i'll and that, show you which that <laughs> was one of the first of things
1: i said <laughs> after my surgery i was like Guess I'm not going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I showed you. Showed you. But yeah, That's isn't that awesome. a horrible thing to tell a kid? It is horrible. Even My it, mom like, was irate. Oh, I would be too. I would she be was like,
1: oh, I'm going down there. And I was like, okay. I don't want to <laughs> okay. go now. Okay. She I might say something to ugly her.
0: to you too, mom. No, just so she, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just get her. She's, she's not a nice lady. <laughs> not nice. It's not good. So there it is well there it is so you're good
1: totally all good. good
0: it's all fine <laughs> it's fine it's fine shots shot <laughs> shot 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 yeah <laughs> now that you're thoroughly drunk go write a review <laughs> a good one that would be awesome that would be great and we Kay. will see you
1: guys next time happy birthday Erin. happy birthday kirsten because you're monday
0: <laughs> bye bye
1: Thank you so much for listening to Girls and Ghouls. Don't forget to subscribe to Girls and Ghouls on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star review or tell us how scared you were on social media. You can tag us with hashtag girlsandghouls or tag us at Girls and Ghouls. Until next time, stay scared, friends.